Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Well, we've got another uh, fucking great episode. I don't even know how uh, we're getting some of these people, but um, I've been a fan of this dude uh, because he's been on my favorite show for the last fucking... What, I guess they did eight seasons of Entourage, and uh, now they're doing a movie uh, coming out in June, and uh, you know, there's very few shows that I that I just still watch uh, on the reg because uh, I was such a fan, and uh, this guy was one of the stars. He played Turtle on Entourage. I'm talking about Jerry Ferrara. He uh, stopped by the show, and uh, man, it was so dope. I mean, the guy, some people just settle into the podcast uh, world uh, with such ease, and uh you know, dudes, I've said this before, dudes need very little to, to bond and get along. Sports, comedy, food, uh, women, uh, just, and don't be a piece of shit, man. And we can get along with pretty much anybody. And Jerry is such a dope dude. Uh, we talked about, obviously, how he got the show, uh, his road to Hollywood, uh, how he started a snow uh, shoveling business when he was 11 back in Brooklyn. Um, his uh, supportive mother, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the stars he got to meet on Entourage, that to me is always such a cool part. I've talked about that with Brent Moore and about uh, athletes that we're fans of. Once they become a fan of you, that's just when shit gets crazy. And uh, Jerry's experiencing that. And, uh, you know, he's just a dope dude. Uh, we cover it all. His sandwich shop, Fat Sal's, that he just opened up, uh, an Austin, Texas location. He's got him in Hollywood and, and I think New York. Um, and Brad uh, tastes one of the sandwiches live on air, which is pretty funny. Uh, I can't recommend that spot enough. It's some of the, the best, most uh, delicious comfort food you can, uh, you can find on the planet. Uh, and then we also talk about his podcast, Bad for Business, which you can get on iTunes. Uh, Bad for Business, hosted by Jerry Ferrara. He's got uh, killer guests uh, that, uh, that you're just not going to hear anywhere else. So make sure you download that. Follow Jerry on Twitter at Jerry C. Ferrara. Uh, hit him up, tell him how much you love the show and, and, and love him. And uh, of course, follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, I will be headlining the Las Vegas Laugh Factory uh, tonight, Jan- December 29th through January 4th. That's right, through New Year's, baby. Come party in New Year's with me, Las Vegas style, uh, at the Tropicana Casino, the Laugh Factory Comedy Club. Get your tickets at laughfactory.com. Uh, Brad Williams will be uh, will be at the uh, Kansas City Improv December thirty first at seven and ten o'clock uh, in Kansas City. Go uh, go ring in the the New Year uh, with a dwarf. That's that's got to be good luck. It's another one of those stereotypes. It's I don't know if it's two or not, but it's it's got to be. I mean, you you know three two one. Put that guy on your shoulders. Make a wish. Something good's gonna happen. Uh, get your tickets for those shows at improv.com. Brad Williams, Kansas City Improv December thirty first. Uh, of course. You know, we can't say it enough. You guys are uh, keeping this show going and making us uh, so appreciative for, for doing it by all your, your emails and your Twitter love. Keep tweeting at us after every episode. Uh, hashtag ABLN Podcast. Uh, we love it. It just it makes us uh, stoked to see how much you guys are digging what we're putting out there. It makes us one to keep going after uh, great guests. Uh, the Dana Carvey, Tony Danza, Melissa McCarthy episodes got great response. Uh, looks like we're going to probably get a, a round two with Danza in February when I go out there on, uh, on this tour with Adam Devine. And uh, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. So keep, uh, keep hitting us up on Twitter. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. About last night, podcast.com, if you want to stream all the past episodes. And, uh, of course, go to estoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y, merchandise.com, and pick up your ABLN t-shirts and tank tops. 
Uh, the holidays are just about coming to an end, but, you know, ring in the, start 2015 with a new fucking wardrobe. Sport the shirts, support the pod, show people what you love by wearing what you love. And, uh, and that's it. So now that we got the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles out of the way, the merch info out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, sit back and enjoy a very fun, hilarious special episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Jerry Ferrara. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and... Opened up uh, beginning of 2011. Oh shit! In Westwood, uh, near Diddy Reese. Right, right over there. Yeah. Right up the block, like on the same street as In and Out. Tiny little 400 square foot. How's it doing over place. there? It's still college it's kids sta- love it, right? It's a staple, yeah. Yeah. And it was by accident. We didn't try to open it up by a college. That was the only place we could find. Really? really? That we could afford. Yeah. It used uh, to be called Buck Fifties because the sandwiches they sold were a dollar fifty. Of course, dude. Buck Fifty. Yep. And then you, see, uh, you come in with your sandwiches, like <laughs> so yeah, this whole this whole dollar fifty thing ain't gonna fly it's not anymore. Gonna work, but you could like those college kids live off one of those for a fucking day and a oh, half. Oh yeah, are, dude. Are are you kidding me? I, I'm I'm looking at the sandwich right now. Like all right, I'm gonna eat a third now. Sandwich. Throw it in my backpack. Title, yeah, we had a competition. Where we just started smacking each other in the head. With you should call that sandwich uh, Brad Williams' arm because it's pretty much the size. Yeah, right. Oh man, it's fucking no joke. How uh, yeah, it's a do- it's got a cool vibe too, man. The uh, the tunes were solid. It was like having the outdoor, the windows open. There's a very distinct uh, hip hop list, circa the late '90s, early 2000s, that one of well the partners done. loves. And uh, my idea was just like, just I believe there's a TV on every flat surface. Yeah. like you just gotta. I don't you care to. what you're playing. Yes, yeah. mindless. Something. I want to open a 24 hour like mac and cheese bar. That's got like <laughs> 80s and 90s cartoons playing all the time a, on like little old school like mini that's a TVs. Idea. So just it? call it stoners <laughs> at that point. I would totally fuck with a mac and cheese. Place. Would you? Like, th- are you kidding? Three all right. in the morning? Well, well, maybe we should talk cheese? about this post podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk about it on the air because someone will steal that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that. Well, okay, there's, oh, there's french fries in the sandwich too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right, you think it was on the side? No, no, no. Well, because I, I saw those fries on the side. I thought, oh, those That's are the fries. That's just if you're bored or if someone <laughs> walked in that you didn't plan on seeing. So they had something to eat. All right, okay. so Brad, let's, let's preface this. Brad yeah. is about to, our guest, Jerry Ferrara. Thanks for being here, bud. My pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, is about to jump into a Fat Sal's Fat Joey, which, by the way, Brad goes, I go, hey, I'm going to pick up uh, some sandwiches. What do you want? He goes, uh, give me a Fat Joey. I go, if you're fucking with me and the guy who's selling the sandwiches is named Joey and he's fat, I'm going to slap you when I see you. Someone just uh, grabs you by the throat. What'd you say? Like, what'd you know it's been an issue for me. Uh, so Brad's about to take a bite on yeah. air. First, first bite. This looks like uh, this sandwich is pastrami, turkey, French fries, coleslaw, ru- Russian dressing on a hoagie. It's one of our lighter ones, actually. <laughs> this is on our skinny a side li- of the menu. A light fare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it, it, it comes with one leaf of kale. This, yeah. is, the low, this is the low cal side. Yeah, this of is the for menu. if you want to go for a brisk swim afterwards. <laughs> mm. Oh, damn, that's a good sound. <laughs> 
Let's do the over under. How long? How long do you guys usually tape for? An hour? A little hour, hour change. Yeah. Um, if he actually makes it through without taking a quick little nap. Great call. Oh. Might, like by the end, he might just. You guys no are closing way. the show. He's like, I gotta go take a nap. Yeah. I got two shows tonight. I got pound Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Through it through an IV. Holy what? What makes you want to open? Uh, uh, I guess, would you say restaurant or sandwich shop? Uh, I guess you'd say sandwich shop. I yeah. mean, um, the the Sal of Fat Sal's is one of my uh, my oldest friends here. He's one of the first people I met in L.A., but we actually knew each other back in New York. Nice. We always talked about some kind of Italian deli or You guys something. keep talking. I'm just going to keep eating. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See you, Brad. <laughs> it's going to be the easiest show you ever had in your life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Well, I got fat. It was a great interview. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, he actually was a mechanical engineer, not in the entertainment business at all. And right around 2008, when the world turned on its head yeah he really started looking into it we partnered up with a guy by the name of josh stone who used to run uh, happy endings on sunset oh yeah sports bar yeah, yeah. Great uh, spot. he's been in the food industry his whole life and they came up with this concept and they pitched it to me and i was like you guys are we can curse on this right i'm like yeah, you guys whatever are you want man fucking retarded man. that's gonna work <laughs> but um Ultimately, I, I was in because the two of them, had, it's like similar to like a sports team. I equate everything to sports. Totally. Great chemistry with those mm-hmm. two. Like if you walk in, you actually catch them there together. You literally will walk out of there feeling like you have a stake in the company. Jesus. They're just, they're, and those kids at UCLA, that's when we first opened up. You know, he's like, he's talked to the football team about like how to play off offensive line. It's just, oh it all, God. Wow. it all worked, man. It, it seems like a real sort of family atmosphere in there. Absolutely. Um, but if I, I, I did not think it would have reached this level. I would have been happy if I would have got my money back. Or yeah, even half you have, my to, money you have back. to think. I mean, I think, and again, the same thing with sports teams. I think like owners, like you're, you're not doing it to make money. You're, it's a hobby for those guys, right? It's a novelty, you yeah. know. It's yeah. like ah, I always wanted. I, I, I sucked at sports, but now I at least get to pretend. Yeah. Like Mark Cuban loves just being going to practice and shooting around right. with Dirk. You yeah, know? Dude, that's why that might be the only. <laughs> he was such a big Dirk fan. He's like, how do I get to practice with this guy? I can buy the fucking team, I guess. They right? must have made an under-the-table deal, because Dirt <laughs> keeps taking less money. You gotta know, Cuban's such a business. Like, you're oh, on yeah, the side. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a piece of Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got two and a half you're, points in Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. EP, don't worry about it. We gotta be I've able heard. to sign Monte Ellis. So just, <laughs> yeah. I've got an old Sega Saturn, unopened. You can have it. You can just keep it. You can... Wow, Sega Saturn. Oh, dude, I was I was one of the few stupid assholes to think that was going to be like. (laughs) You thought that was going to work, man? Because it came with three free games, and my mom didn't let me have a gaming system until post bar mitzvah. She was like, "She's like, it's going to ruin your life. You're never going to do your homework. You're going to just true." It was, she was right. And then finally, uh, I got you know a handful of bar mitzvah money, and I was like, "What am I? Gonna, I'm fucking twelve. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with a these co- stack of twenties? <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, yeah, you you can't go with the mistake of Sega Saturn. Stay with the original Sega Genesis. All you need one game. You need NHL '94, uh, and that's it. Good call. Was that the one where like in Swingers, Vince Vaughn's like, "I'm gonna make it Wayne Gretzky's head bleed"? Yes, Is that the one. That's <laughs> yeah, that yes. specific one, yeah. which they only had one year of making their heads bleed, where you could just check them onto the ice yeah. and their heads. Exploded. Exactly. Yeah. And then they were like, this is too real. And then Mortal Kombat comes out. And they're like, oh, fuck. Okay, I guess we could have gotten away with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been secretly lobbying for game systems my whole life. Yeah. Uh, was it was go-to? always a struggle. Like, I, I started off with Nintendo, but also I had like Sega CD. Do you remember Sega CD? Was that the Dreamcast or something else called Sega Dream- CD? There's something else called Sega CD. It was like the first game where they actually filmed live people. And did, like, cutaways of, like, a movie almost. Oh, uh, shit. And I remember at this point, I'm like, God, I wish there was a game. Like, why wouldn't they make The Godfather as a game? And then you cut to, like, 25 years later, yeah, every dude. movie has a, a game now. 
It's yeah. pretty incredible. Now, do you play like Grand Theft Auto ever? I do. Look, I I I don't really smoke weed anymore. Yeah. I know a lot of people might be disappointed when they hear that. Um, <laughs> my gaming is now like if I get one game in a week, that's a lot for me. Yeah. So I'm an adult now. It sucks, dude. Yeah. And also, you just can't. Also, who can sit down and go, I'm going to play one game and play 15 minutes? If you can, more power to you. Anytime you I've tried to do that with, like, Madden, I'm like, you get one game in and it was such a good game that you're just like, Let's do it well, again. one more, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still – Best of three. You know? I'm going to get a little personal right now. My girl just moved in. We live. Okay. We now live together. And, uh, yeah, sure. yeah, that's right. Jerry Living Frog. the dream. Coming American dream. As an adult on the About Last this, Night this podcast. Is it. This is the first time I'm ever really having an adult conversation <laughs> yeah. about this, like – it's a big deal. I guess the one side she hasn't re- she's seen almost every side of me, but she didn't know what a stoner game player I used to be. Oh, for real? And how that's still in my DNA. So uh, for my birthday, like a month and a half ago, she got me an Xbox One. I didn't even buy a damn Xbox One to show you how much I because you knew you're like I can't have it in the it's house. Like yeah, it's like drugs. Like, I'm yeah. clean now, man. <laughs> and I put she my gets controllers it in a drawer. Like, so I literally had to like hide it. Like she would literally be like, I'm gonna go uh, run some errands and then go to the gym. I'm like yeah, 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 I'm gonna go to the gym too. She go, I literally. Literally cram in a game of Madden so fast. <laughs> like you're like, jerking off on Going no huddle on every play. Literally just going for it on fourth oh, down shit. to speed the game. Going up. For it and all the, the, time. the goal was to just have the game off, saved in the books. And I'm like, right. as she gets home, I'm like putting on my gym club. Oh, yeah, I was running a little behind. I had a call. And now I'm going to jog. I'll be back. So yeah, yeah, I still, yeah. I have not fully come clean. Hopefully uh-huh. she's not going to hear this. Now, and, did she, does she ever catch you? Like, where she's changing the channel? You have the game on? She's like, Jay, can I talk to you about that? No, 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 dude. I know how to hide the yeah. evidence. This is not true. 25-year-old Jerry. This is 35-year-old Jerry. Can you tell me what Russell Wilson's stats, why they were so good in the third quarter? Uh, I don't know anything about that. Was... No, not at all. She, she she would catch me like, I wish you were just watching porn. Yeah. <laughs> like, Imagine... you just watch porn like, like just... a normal human being? <laughs> I'm different, okay? I'm not like everybody else. You do this about me. Uh, how long has she lived with you now? Uh, it's only been about... Three months? Three months? Three months, yeah. It's okay. Good. It's new. Got- she hasn't left yet. All right. That's good. It's a good sign. Gotta focus on the positives. <sighs> Trying to, man. It's, uh... <laughs> it, 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 is it weird to like wake up every day, just look over and be like, you're still here? Yeah, it, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm really. It's actually like confident. I build confidence off it. I'm like, wow, I'm actually because I kicked my coverage with her by a lot. So uh, congratulations! The sir. fact that she's still around and seems to be having fun. It may. I actually walk around a little bit. Of, what did the kids say? Swagger. Swagger. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hey. Trust me, as, as a four foot four man, I've out kicked my coverage quite a few times, <laughs> and I just, I just, I just love walking around. Some girl dangling me like a keychain. I don't give a shit. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, she's with me. It that, works out. Is it is a place that you're in that she moved into? Is that when did you get that place? Uh, uh, I've been there for like three years. Uh, it's a it's a condo building living nice. situation, so uh, it's definitely not permanent. But um, yeah, it's a big deal too, right? Because when you first came out here. For the show, yeah? Yeah. Well, no, actually, I was here. I moved here in 2000. Okay. And okay. the show started in 2003. So right. I came out here like You were hitting the other... pavement auditioning before. Oh, okay. God. That, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I heard some story that was like, you know, one of those classic Hollywood tales. Like, he just, he wasn't even an actor. And he just like, somebody saw him at a Quiznos. And like, I love the way, <laughs> I love the way you eat that sandwich, man. You want to be on TV? Dude, I swear. And I swear. I actually think my mom read the exact thing you read. And she was yeah. so hurt. Yeah. It basically is like some story that they found me like outside a CVS. <laughs> 
eat, like in Jersey, <laughs> eating a sandwich, be like, "Hey, you kid, you want to be on TV?" Yeah. No, that, star. That, <laughs> did, that did not happen. I moved here when I was 19. I worked in every restaurant in the San Fernando Valley. Nice. Uh, I would get an acting job, like I did two episodes of King of Queens. So I'd walk into Boston Market and curse them all out and quit. <laughs> and then I get paid, you know, three grand for the two yeah, episodes. I'd right. live fat for two and a half months, and I'd right. run around. I go ask for my job back at some point. <laughs> that was, that it was, was the, the cycle. I yeah. quit and got my job back at Boston Market like four times. Oh, wow! Why yeah. you must have been a great employee? I was really good. Yeah. They actually wanted to make me assistant GM at one point at what? like twenty-one years old. I could have had a whole you different. You blew career. it. I, yeah, I mean, you look at where your life is right now. But <laughs> imagine if you had been assistant GM at Boston Market at age twenty twenty-one, dude. It could have. Nonstop chicken and what else did they? Uh, chicken, turkey. The sides are really where it's at over yeah. there. I had a great. Uh, this is where it really Do you feel started. Like Fat Sal's uh, sides are influenced by Boston Market. Not at all. Um, <laughs> but where Let's I really record saying that. where I really started to pack on the I guess the the pounds yeah. uh, was I made up this macaroni and cheese mashed potatoes yeah, combo. Dude. It was like You're mac and cheese, language. then a scoop of mashed potatoes, then mac and cheese, and then <laughs> just some bacon on top. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, Jesus! And that was at like 9 a.m. when we opened. <laughs> we call that the fuck your life bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like I'm 21. I could still eat this shit and oh, not yeah. die. Oh, yeah, dude. You have to get that stuff in when you can. So, now, now, like the third time you quit, did they just laugh? They're like, they're like you'll, you'll, you'll be back. You'll be back. Yeah, the guy knew. He knew. <laughs> He's like, your your arc on Grounded for Life is not going to cover all your expenses for the rest of your life. Isn't it crazy, though, that you get that you get the role of Turtle, and then everyone just says, because they've never seen you before, like, overnight success. Yeah. That, that's like, how it fuck goes. You. Fuck you for saying overnight success. You know, I, I saw it to an even higher degree. I, I've had the pleasure working with Kevin Hart a couple of times now and like yeah. there's I, like fans will come up to Kevin Hart like they just heard of him and he just right. started out yeah. I'm like this take- dude goes back to the 90s yeah. doing this yeah. like he didn't just show up and now overnight success they said the same thing like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck back in the day like Goodwill Hunting they were here for almost a decade like grinding yeah. it right. out so yeah uh, Ben Affleck was in some kind of I, I, I saw it some kind of after school PSA yeah. yes where yes. he plays a bully yes and it's like the most ridiculous thing <laughs> please can we find that somehow I'll, I'll find All it right. I, don't, I actually don't even know if I could think of a true overnight success like guy or girl walking down the street being yeah. like hey you I don't think that's happened probably since like the 70s no I mean wasn't I think I heard Ashton Kutcher was like discovered like for modeling at a coffee shop or something but even then he probably was grinding out the underwear shit for a while right and also would you even really trust somebody who came up to you and was like hey you but Fuck no! <laughs> ah, you, you 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 should be doing that. I'd be like, what? Wait a second. What's the fucking scam? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. What what a uh, panel van do I have to get in <laughs> exactly on to, yeah. to, make, to make this happen? Uh, uh, did you uh, when the audition for Entourage was that like a? It, were you in a place where you were like not booking? So you're like, all right, another thing that sounds awesome. That like, or did you have a, a pretty positive mindset with audition? I had, I had a positive mindset. Like when I was younger, uh, probably like when I first moved here, up until. A few years into Entourage, I had this really – it wasn't 
arrogance and it wasn't confidence. It was almost like ignorance yeah. being ig- ignorance is Dude, bliss. Huge. And I kind of did think that like I I was so different than everybody else. Like if I didn't get a role or some little part on whatever, I was like, you guys are fucking stupid. Like Dude, you're lost. So I, I went and did it for me. I did the audition for me, and if I didn't get it, it really didn't bother me. I did not get no like oh another no. Where do you get that from? I have no idea because it doesn't run in my family. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, with Entourage, uh, I I actually. Uh, a guy, Steve Levinson, who is my manager but wasn't back in the day, uh, I had done an independent movie that 10 people saw. He was one of the 10. Right. And he signed me off that. But I was also like, we got this HBO show. It's about Wahlberg and his friends. He, he manages Mark. They kind of incepted the – incepted? That's sure, definitely not it the is. fucking uh, word. It is, Great. dude. It is now, sir. Uh, it is now. Like it's just new, right uh, here. About like new, last night. Dictionary. <laughs> sounds like a new menu item at uh, <laughs> Fat Incepted. <laughs> um, so they brought me in for like the first audition with Doug Allen, who was the showrunner. Yeah. And then I literally auditioned 45 times. But wow. kind of thought it was mine, or at least Lev, as we call him, Steve Levinson, kind of led me down the road of like, this is the process, but we're, you're, yeah, you're, guy. you're the guy. Which is like a blessing and a curse. Oh, so you almost oh. don't want to hear any of that. Because no. I've heard that and then... They've and then a different type has come in, or they've been like somebody became available. Like actually, Joseph Gordon-Levitt wants to do it. I'm like, dude, he doesn't look anything like me. I know, man, but he hates you for some reason. So he's doing it out of spite. That and your that and your short name is A Ray. His is Jogo Lev. It's like it's way cooler. So we're totally going different. with him. Jogo Lev. That's Jogo Lev. Jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That sounds like don't fuck with of, Jogo Lev, man. Is that a thing, or did you just make that up? I don't know. That sounds like a fucking like a is it like a, a Buzzfeed uh, thing, or you just literally made. That it's up. like a shitty pomegranate juice you get in Jamaica. <laughs> Jogolev. Oh, hey. no, 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 I have a glass of the Jogolev. <laughs> what? That's fucking funny. I, I, I have the Ben Affleck after school special. I mean, do, <laughs> do we do it now or do we? Uh, it, it, it's about him taking steroids and his girlfriend discovers the steroids. Ahead of its time. And then he. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about something that's ahead of its time. Wow, he should dude. remake it. Even though, shit. <laughs> There we go. That's a great show. Celebrities remake old shitty it's PSAs. What is this? It's medicine. It's for my leg. Hey, what do you give me that, all right? Is it your business? I said it's medicine. Wow. Angry Affleck. Well, he's on a roid raid. I'm strong. Maniac? You maniac. I got a little over my head, but everything's taken care of. Right? He stared at the camera like four times already. Shot one down the barrel? Direct eye contact. Hey, no. Jeannie, if you tell anybody about this, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> no, no, no. Please don't okay. act like Jeannie, no. Okay, if you tell somebody, I will kill you. Hey. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, he hit her. <laughs> no, he did not. He Ray Riced her. Shut up. Yes. Oh, and he put his fist through a wall. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is getting dramatic. All right, turn it off. I'm getting uncomfortable, man. Dark. Yeah, I'm going to have to sign some paperwork. Dark. Oh. Imagine that coming out now. People, the network will get shut down. Absolutely. That's fucking bananas. They, that, those are those after school specials, man. Overact the shit of it. You know what, though? I, I, I'm sure, I don't know. Well, they don't do those anymore, do they? No, I, not to my knowledge. Because what? It's just not effective? Or? Now they just do very special episodes of SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. SpongeBob takes Roy and the Starfish. <laughs> Leave Squidward alone. Oh, nice. Good call. You like that? I have, I have a nephew and a niece. Dude, how old? Uh, my nephew's six, and my niece is about to be four. Dude, my twin nieces are five girls, so 
I have learned every song and every lyric of Frozen. Oh, my God. It's and guess what, man? They think I'm the coolest motherfucker ever for doing that. I still haven't watched it all the way through. I've watched bits and pieces. Don't. How come I might be getting it confused? You're not missing out. Everyone man. only gives a shit about what's her name, Elsa. Yeah. What about the other sister, who's kind of like the real lead of the yeah. thing? No, I never hear anyone talking about yeah, her. That's fucked up. Was she that bad? That's in the, a sequel. I mean, we should <laughs> we should just start a podcast where it's guys talking about Disney princesses. Just and breaking and it down. Chef. <laughs> really, I just couldn't believe it. What a what a thankless role. For Let sure. me tell you, Ariel really a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go. Whoa, I'm, whoa, I'm, whoa. I'm gonna go on a limb and you say watch it. yourself. Hey, I'm just saying. By the way, you will get hate mail for that one. <laughs> yeah, hey, all, all I'm saying is she should have fucked Flounder. Flounder. <laughs> Flounder, she put Flounder in the friend zone. Like he was there trying to hit that sweet he mermaid. Really was. Yeah, he really, but Flounder he was needed to man up a song. You gotta, yeah, you dude. gotta at some point just close your eyes and swing. What? So, <laughs> so, 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 so he's there for her, always there for her. Then all, then all of a sudden she fucks the 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 prince who only likes her because because she's pretty and has never heard her voice. Fuck that. Well, let's be honest. If she's Team gonna, Flounder if she's over here, fuck any of the crustaceans, and that's something I've never. <laughs> by the way, I'll take sentences I've never said for a thousand, Alex. Uh, it would be Sebastian. Because he gave her the whole song trying to initiate true. the kiss the girl moment, mm-hmm. right? He's Jamaican. We all, we all know they got flavor. <laughs> I, I think that's Jamaican accent. I don't know, I don't know why that sounded oddly racist. Well, no, like it's a, no, you're right. It's, it's yeah. a racist accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, so do you, uh, the nieces and nephews, that's, you love that? It's the best. Isn't it the coolest, man? It's the coolest. Like, I, I, I do want to have kids of my own one day, but there is something so nice about when they start to freak the fuck out <laughs> that I'm like, just I like, giving them back. Uh, bro, I got to go. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, Uncle Jerry's got to really, yeah, I got to go. Yeah, you're in and out. You get to, like, educate them on how, like, you know, it, amazing it is that the Goo Goo Dolls are still relevant, and then you get to just take off yeah. and be like, we get to hang. And then uh, also, the ages that all of ours, respectively, are at. It's like the best thing. It is the best. Like he's like, Uncle Jerry, are you gonna come back tomorrow? I'm like, you are you gonna behave right. or are you gonna wig yeah, out again? Because yeah. if you wig out, I'm not coming yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> but they have like thoughts and opinions now too, which is the best and can like actually soak up. Yeah, and it's the best time capsule because I went when I was home in October. I went back for his birthday. They're all still in New York, and um, I went with my sister in law to pick him up from school. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. And. Uh, it was, I'm like, it, there's like this little kind of jungle gym thing outside, and you can literally see him. Like, there's like the 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 walls are glass, so I see him walking, and he's like, sees me, and he starts getting fired up. He comes out of school with his crew, with his friends, and they just the minute they hit the pavement, drop their school bags and just ran. Oh. And uh, not to me, just they just I guess apparently they race every single day, That's and he's Owen forty seven, and I kind of remember, and I was like that moment. I remember like when you had that one kid that you couldn't beat it, whatever, steal yeah. the bacon or whatever the yeah. game was, and like when you finally and he won that day, he was so fired up. Like, oh, Jerry, I beat Tom, I beat Tom. I'm like you fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And, 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 and it's just like a simple foot race, but then That's all it was. As an uncle, you're like. You're proud as shit. You're just like, that's right. That's that's. Oh, and family. the other kid, Tom, or whatever, he got off to a little uh, illegal start there. I was almost gonna make them do it again. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> it's so it's so weird how like that... how like you'll make fun of parents for doing stuff like that until it's your niece, it's your nephew, it's your it's oh, your so it, invested. It, 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 it's your kids. It's you're a like whole different world. Yeah, and uh, those, those instincts just kick in like none other. Also, like, I love. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying like when the kids start playing too rough, I get so uncomfortable yeah. when kids like are selfish with. Toys or get a little too physical. Yeah. I don't know how to handle it because yeah. I can't discipline. So I just gotta be like, guys, play. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and they don't. And also, they don't know like their own strength or like. 
Like I've seen my nieces, like one of them grabbing the other one, like the back of her <laughs> head. And like, I'm like, oh shit. Like she's going to just shove it into the couch cushion. It's like, they don't know or the, the hair pulling, but the running, the, it's so great to like, even how fired up he gets about like a foot race. That's it. And that's just like the prime example of how growing up and being, becoming an adult, like kind of sucks in a way because Little things like that, like you would never. If we were to go outside and race right now, one of us would be like, "Dude, I didn't stretch." We'd have to have or a like, fucking doctor. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> it's like race. Like, what are we? And then you go, "What are we seven? And then it's like now we're shitting on how great that age was. Yeah, I mean, snow to me is a prime example of that. Like, I was having this conversation the other day, and I was like, "Man, I wish it would snow," because I fucking hadn't, you know, not down here, but like when I go home to Seattle, I was like, yeah. I haven't been home in it in a while, and I was like, "You remember how?" I mean, East Coast, you, did you love it? Oh, yeah. It was the, it was the best. I had As a very a profitable snow shoveling business. Did you really? Oh, my God. My Driveways? friends and I, we, I, I hired like 20 guys, 20, 11-year-olds, and I was, I was like 12. I made like three grand one winter. What? Yeah, I did, it was that one snowstorm. It might have been like 93, yeah. the big snowstorm of 93. I cleaned up. You were running like a damn union. I bought Jordans. I bought Reebok <laughs> pumps. I had, I had. I was swagged out for the next year of school. Jesus. Did you? Did you buy the starter jacket? No, I did not. You know, I Nick starter jacket. I, I actually told this story uh, on my podcast, and I had my mom okay. on to talk about it. Um, I wanted. I, I this is like the year before when starter jackets were at its height, and I wanted one. And my mom took me to the store to price them out, and they were like, "What were uh, so they were pricey, dude. Yeah. Or, yeah. Which my mom, I was a single mom, she was like, "Jerry, absolutely not. I right. cannot afford it." And I was so upset, but I also didn't want her to make her feel like shit at a very young age. And my and it was like right around Christmas time. She went back, unbeknownst to me at the time, and put it on layaway, which I don't even know if they have layaway anymore. Huh. Where she's paying like thirty bucks a week for right. seven weeks, and she got it for me, and then she left it at my aunt's house, so I didn't find it in a closet mm. where uh, there was like a. a uh, I guess you call it like a nightlight or something in the closet, and actually the star jacket leaned up against it, burnt a hole through the bottom oh, of the star shit. <laughs> it was a, it, but it was a San Jose shark one. I think she screwed oh, yeah. up. I wanted the Ranger one. She yeah. got me yeah. the sharks one. And the sharks just came out. That logo right. was brand new. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, kind of on the same realm. Uh, I, like I remember I asked for a starter jacket for, for, for Christmas, and I was like, oh, my God, Mom, can I have a starter jacket? <sighs> and then got one. It was a Ducks jacket, which I'm a hockey fan. But kind of wanted the Laker jacket, uh, yeah, yeah. and then so, but I'm like, you know what, Ducks jacket starter, cool. Yeah. So I put I put the starter jacket on, go to school. Oh, I got made fun of for oh, the Ducks. For the Ducks, like the mighty the quack. quack, yeah, quack, quack, quack bitch. <laughs> what you gonna do a flying V into the third grade, you son? Of, like, wow. oh my god. I do remember if you were rocking a Raider jacket, like you were saying something. You oh, were yeah. essentially saying, "I'll beat the shit out of you." Right. Yeah. I was uh, scared of those kids. I get yeah. to have the kickball. I get to start with the kickball. Like, don't fucking <laughs> like. I steal your lunch money. Yeah, you're making big <laughs> statements with that. He also. That's amazing that you start a bit – like how do you have the uh, wherewithal to go, oh, there's a lot of snow. People probably want it shoveled and can't do it themselves or don't want to do it. So I'll hire 11-year-olds and start a gang of fucking snow shovelers. It was, you know, I always had to go shovel my grandparents' cars. So you doing out it anyway. So, yeah, I was doing it anyway. And I, and I remember, like, I was doing – my grandfather would, like, throw me 20 bucks and be like, thanks a lot or whatever. And then – um. 
I just I feel like I was like on my way back and I saw like another kid whose parent was making him do it and I started talking to him in the neighborhood and I was this like This is how the movie starts by yeah. This is exactly how it starts and uh the next thing you know we literally had a, a group of like 11-year-olds that I think we were I think we was like 60-40 in our favor too we were taking the money <laughs> You were like the sandlot of snow shovelers <laughs> It was just it was kind of cutthroat I was real cutthroat about yeah. it too. You were the Benny the Jet Rodriguez of snow shovelers And I remember like the minimum was like 20 but like stairs were 20 yeah. Yeah. Cars were ten. Nice. Uh, and I want to say if you had like a whole driveway, whole package, fifty. And one of the kids <laughs> even got shorted. I remember like ringing a bell. I'm twelve years old and telling like an adult like you fucking shorted us. <laughs> and you know what? We're gonna take everybody's snow and we're gonna put it on your fucking steps. <laughs> oh, you're a damn. And I'm gonna water it. <laughs> So it turns into a sheet of ice. And you're a damn mob I'm a teamster. Boss. I was a teamster. Dude, that's Holy unbelievable. Shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what a great business that was. I was oh, about yeah. to ask if he ever broke any legs as a joke, but now I'm kind of scared. Yeah, yeah. Just wet down the steps. There you go. <laughs> well, Merry like, Christmas. Oh yeah, Home Alone style. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but snow. But uh, to my point of just how like because now we grow up and it's like. Snow is just so like magical and fucking fant. You've never seen it before, and every time you see it, it's so exciting. But like now, it's just you know, it's like oh, now, fucking, yeah. Snow, now as an adult, I can't you just know get, you have to shovel it. You got to get it off your car. Oh, it's preventing you from getting somewhere. Right. Yeah. Like you know, I'm gonna be late for my fucking tender date or whatever you're doing. <laughs> your you know, tender date. I get set for, we're gonna first of all we gotta get to that yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- 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 oh yeah, t- I get t- obsessed t- for the first day of snow. Yeah. Like if there's like a good little storm and it sticks and you can make a snowball, it's great. It's the best. I do remember like two years ago, I was just like walking on the street, like mm-hmm. running some Christmas errands. Some little kid just beamed me right in the face. Was <laughs> an ice ball? Or just- no, it was a snowball, but like it hit me in the ear. I was like, hee, is the only thing I heard. <laughs> and I was, I turned around. And I was like, ah, he was like eight years old. I'm like, good for you know what. Good for you, because yeah. I remember when I did that, and yeah. I was always afraid the adult was going to turn around and right. like start beating. Now, what's something? the rule I with gave that? A pass because I think you can throw back. Yes, but I do. I had like a pea coat on. I had Christmas. I was all dressed oh, like yeah, yeah. I was okay. like going to like the, so like a Christmas like, party. You weren't prepared for battle. I was not prepared yeah. for a proper war. But yeah, hit me right in the friggin' ear. Well, I used to. <laughs> you did. You did the right thing because it, because if you drop all the gifts and you and you start engaging, I feel like that's part of the Chappelle so sketch where it's like when keeping it real yeah. goes wrong. Yes, and exactly. You just, like, <laughs> nail a kid with a snowball. You know what I used to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. Then then it's all on Access Hollywood the next day. Oh. Like turtle <laughs> nails five. With snowball, it knock, yeah, yeah. gives him a concussion. <laughs> uh, I used to uh, get in snowball fights with, when I was in uh, like seventh and eighth grade with kids that were in high school in our neighborhood, and for whatever reason, I got nicknamed Right Hand Randy. Like Randy Johnson, who was a big pitcher in Seattle yeah, at the time. Yeah, big unit. Yeah, the big unit. So, I was a Yankee for a while, too, man. I know him well. That's right, mm-hmm. man. You, t- we, <laughs> you took the Yankees. The Mariners became a farm system for the Yankees at some point. A hundred percent. Louis A-Rod, Soho. A-Rod. Tino Martinez. Tino, Martinez. Yeah. Tino was the big one. That's because, my guy. I love him. Do you? I'm glad you do. Because Tino the Bambino. We, dude, fucking. See, you got better <laughs> nicknames for him. <laughs> Tino, I went to game three of the Yankees. Mar- I mean, that series, by the way, is one of the. I mean, for you, it's. That was Mattingly's last year, right? You yeah, guys came back yeah, from sure. down Randy 0-2. comes out in game four. I mean, come on, man. Griffey slides home to win it. That, I was watched... that Edgar Martinez? Yeah, dude. Was don't act like you don't know who ruined I, your playoff season <laughs> and your childhood dreams. Edgar was a Yankee killer. Two home runs in game four to Jay come back. Jay Buhner, former Yankee. Former Yankee. But then you also took uh, Jeff Nelson, yep. who's one of the greatest relievers of all time. That uh, Frisbee style. Oh, yep. yeah, dude. Uh, anyway, but... Um, uh, See, see now, see oh, right-hand ready. So I used yes. to throw snowballs as hard as I could and, dude, would just fuck my accuracy. I think that's why it was so great because I was 
throwing pretty hard. You and look also, like you got some velocity too. You look like yeah. you're t- I haven't seen you stand up yet, but you look like you're a pretty tall I'm guy. Seven foot four. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah. You look like you can fucking wheel and deal. And I also would just throw it as hard as I could because I was like, <laughs> this is how I'm gonna like cause some problems. And uh, and my accuracy was incredible. And like, dude, the <laughs> I would I hit this one height. We were having this big fight up in this uh, uh, this park, and there's one kid who just kept like um, what was his name Jeremy Speller, and he would just fucking lay into us, and he was hitting everybody, and I fucking hit around this one corner and hit him like right in the back. Oh, it was like a fucking liver. You give him dude, a liver dude, shot. <laughs> dude, it was like it was like full count, bases loaded, two strikes, no fear. You know that fucking t-shirt, and I fucking threw it, hit him right in the back, dude. Oh. His arms went up like a peacock, and he just was like, he might have even gone and fucking fell to the ground, dude. And all the kids celebrated like we just fucking you know. That had, was incredible. That had to feel amazing, though. I was the best. Yeah. <laughs> but again, if I was on the receiving end of that now, like I'd probably want to like put that kid in some sort of a well. <laughs> we were all about the football games if we had like just the right amount of snow. Yeah. Just that first Uh-oh. tackle. Getting fall. tackled oh. the right. snow the best. Yeah, you, got, you guys are full it, like it laying sucked, each other though, out. Because like, to be like 10 years old and to go to the park and play a tackle football game, but your mom still makes you wear snow pants. <laughs> yeah. So you can't really get your knees up and oh, yeah. start really running. Yeah, it's like want, the yeah, worst. It is. That, that, then you run your, and your legs just make that sound. Yeah, try like, running an out route in fucking snow pants. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer pants? Yeah, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah. It was the uh, worst. All right, so we got to get back to we, We're jumping around, uh, and we're going to get back to Tinder. Yeah, I'm just uh, obsessed. I have, I've not, I've just learned. Learning what it really truly is. Well, why don't we do? We'll, we'll get into the entourage stuff later because I'm sure you talk about all, that all the time. No, no, so let's talk uh, about let's talk about Tinder. I mean, I obviously I know what it is. So I'm not an mm-hmm. idiot. Um, I'm I'm not really all that tech savvy. Like I've just kind of figured out Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Like I'm good. I can handle all that. Yeah. Uh, but you Which know, is important too for your business. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, a couple of my friends are on on the Tinder, as I like to call it. For and, sure. uh, the Tinder. What a great thing just to take their phone and be like, "Can I just make some decisions for you?" <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm gonna be matchmaker. <laughs> oh man, but I realize I'm way too judge. Like if I was on Tinder, I would not. No one would never talk to anybody. I'm way too judgmental. Really? Yeah. You got like, high standards. But then I had to like actually look at my buddy and be like, "Okay, you know what? Wait, I'm. Let me lower the bar a little bit for you. <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, yeah. And then uh, yeah. <sighs> Well, there's some pictures on there are are incredible because sometimes there'll be a picture of a couple or or a picture of like one girl a cartoon, it, yeah, or like one girl in a group of five girls. You're like, oh god, which one is? Here's this? my here's my question, and I and I, I don't really know if I got the. Are you allowed to? Can you control the photos that you put up, like yeah. as your profile? Yeah. Yes. Because someone was saying, oh, it's the ones from Facebook. I, I feel like you could control it, right? Yeah, you control it. I control mine. Now, look, I I am very aware of where I rank if we're talking about physical look. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I do not you think I'm more than what Be- I am. Beefcake, you get it? No, 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 no. I, di- I, we get it. The diet's working for you, Jerry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I am not like being hypercritical. Of these people. I'm just like. That's the picture you pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even because, like, the girl's not pretty or whatever. It's sure. just, like, the, the lighting. If this, like, yeah, you're like, you're, this is going to be your, like, presentation to the do you want to fuck me on right. to, to yeah. go with? Like, yeah. I just, there's so many other things. And, and a buddy of mine who I was doing it for was, like, every girl on there is, says their likes are yoga. If you see yoga, you cannot accept. I'm like, what do you mean? He's just like, if you, and I started looking, I'm like, wow, every girl on Tinder does yoga. Yeah. Every single one of Holy them. Holy crap. I almost feel like it's illegal at this point in LA if you don't do yoga as a girl and like other girls find you and dump a bucket of farts on you or something. <laughs> They're like, why would you? We heard you're not doing yoga, Samantha. <laughs> you're like, what 
the shit. Repair the bucket of farts. There's definitely yeah. a charity out there to get people to. Uh, you know what? And if not, we should start. We should start one because there are some white girls in LA that don't have yoga pants, and I'm, and I'm very sad about There's that. There's a dot org we could come up with. That's a great like fake trailer for a documentary about girls who don't do yoga <laughs> and how they're perceived. Um, I'm also obsessed with the fact that apparently they're trying to like clean Tinder up a little bit and make it not like a hump site. They're trying to make it yeah. like a link. I always fuck this up. LinkedIn. Link- I have no idea what that is. Yeah, but, but you know what it is. Yeah. I know what it is. I don't know yeah. how to say it. I yeah, should yeah. say LinkedIn. Yeah. Well, that's their first problem, by the way. Sure. <laughs> make it fucking pronounceable. Yeah. But a buddy of mine from college went to USC out here, and a buddy of mine uh, in my fraternity, the Jewish frat, Aapi, uh, <laughs> shalom, <laughs> uh, fellow Hebrews, and uh, he uh, was a part of the crew that started it. And oh, we're wow. trying to get him on the podcast, and he That'd made be me go a great guest. Incredible! Yeah. They made me go through his publicist, and I was like, "Yo, dude." We're we friends. fucking Come on. don't hit, big time me, we bro. We hit five yeah. foot bongs together, yeah. and fucking sh- had to shave our legs while standing in line while guys who got picked on in high school gave us shit. Don't CC me to your publicist. Yeah, I don't give <laughs> yeah, a dude. shit. Don't. So I gave him shit about, it and he was like, "Sorry, man, we're fucking it's just how it is now." And I'm like, "Fucking you piece <laughs> of shit." So I talked to his publicist, oh, and it's a great, great conversation. And then she's like. Uh, he'll go on, but like, don't just talk about it being like a hookup site. She goes, we're trying to really take it to the next step. Like, it's people can beat uh, meet for like uh, business purposes and like social networking. And I go, yeah, but it's a fuck site. Yeah. And she's like, well, don't, but don't. Focus on that. We're trying to take it in different directions. I'm like, cool, but we'll come back to the point of it being a fuck site because right. that's what it is, and that's what made you popular. And yeah. I get, I get the, but I know too that people have met for. Uh, not just that, but I think I don't know people. anyone who's met for not just that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the most- I I love the profiles where the girls say like on the profile like not looking for a hookup, looking for friends and, re- and like, sure swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there like eighteen other sites then you yeah, should be exactly. on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it, it, it's yeah. a site. And now, uh, Jerry, you're 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 gonna love this. There's a site uh, that I found an app called Thrinder, which is for threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> This is a true thing. <laughs> People are taking it to the next level, my friend. Oh, my Lord. Wait, is that th- th- say it again. Thrinder. Thrinder. Yeah. Threesomes only. Yes, threesomes only. Wow. Much like LinkedIn, LinkedIn, whatever. You can't spell it, but yeah, it's out there. I hate when people beat me to the punch on something. It's gonna hey. work. It's by the way, that's gonna work. Hey, thousand percent. You, Tinder's gonna buy them out for twenty eight million yeah. at some point, and then Facebook will buy them all. Yep. You you can start Thrinder or something, just like a foursome <laughs> site. There's something just clean about Thrinder. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. Then you start get. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. You could do it like in Spanish, like quad. Quander, <laughs> when you when you uh, when you start when when Entourage really started to blow up and you started to really like notice like oh shit like when people were yelling your character name out in public and mm-hmm. all that shit did it um, what was uh, what was kind of the first moment where you're like oh shit like the show's popular uh, you, you, where you saw like a visible uh, <clears throat> instead of just hearing from like you know the uh, HBO. my mom yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> which is also important um, there was a moment. Uh, well, there's two moments, really. There was one, uh, and this is one of my favorite stories, because uh, season one had just finished airing. Mm-hmm. And um, By the way, I need to preface real quick by saying, no joke, it's uh, top two of my favorite shows. Wow. And I'm not even joking, so this is like... It's not even because I'm here in the Swear building. to God, dude, I, uh, on Amazon... I don't watch a lot of TV shows. I can watch. It, it is. He talks yeah. about it all the time. Uh, I don't watch a lot of TV shows. Oh, I got a treat and- for you, then. You're in luck today. 
Well, because I just got the trailer which dro- for the movie, which drops on Trust Christmas me, Day. Trust me, I listened to Doug talking about it. it was I will days. show you the trailer. I, 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 oh, oh, shit. You, trailer. you will get the exclusive Dude, off the air. Look at that. Yes. Can you see the smile? <laughs> I don't smile like this unless I'm fucking throwing snowballs at fat kids. Um, <laughs> uh, but let me just say, I, on Amazon, I uh, you know got all the seasons on the Amazon Prime thing. Yeah, yeah. So when, you know, we we'll do two or three show, stand-up shows a night. I'm coming back at two, three in the morning. I don't. I think why I don't watch a lot of new shows is because I... Don't want to get invested. I'm with you. And the only time I do it is late at night in bed with my laptop. So I watch shit that I know. Family Guy, Entourage, Curve. You could like almost just listen to it. Like yeah. one eye open. Yeah. And also I love fucking – the show's just so great, dude. And so uh, when, uh, uh, when we started uh, being in contact about this, I was like – this is fucking crazy, man, because I you know, just watched like four up. It's just crazy, uh, that's man. That's awesome. But um, all right. So the first – uh, one of the first moments was right after we aired, look, and I, I, at this point in my life, well, I was 23 or 24. Yeah. So I am literally just like, God, who is going to come along and take this away from me? Of course. Like, we're going to get canceled. How long or... until I go back to Boston Right. Market. Like, I just like, it, 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 I, I wasn't trying to be like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I just, you know, shows right. rarely make it. It's just the way it is. Most of them don't either yeah. get made or don't stay on very long and get a chance to be anything. Uh, luckily for us, HBO was always behind. I didn't give a shit. Like, our numbers in season one were okay. If we were mm-hmm. on network TV, they would have pulled the plug right out from under us. Right. We really didn't start, numbers-wise, we didn't start flourishing to like, season three or four. Then we were, like, out of the woods. But, so, they just recently, they just, like, last week, they just announced the Golden Globe Awards, right? So, there's always these, like, parties the night before, before they announce the nominations for the yeah. Golden Globe Awards. And we had just got honored with some... Hollywood Life magazine, some very non Golden <laughs> Globe of awards. celebratory awards. Right. Of the, yeah. You guys right. showed up to the party, so come accept your award. That's awesome. right. And we literally had the story, and then we went to Chateau Marmont because we were all in suits. We figured, let's go out, all yeah. the guys from the show. And they were having like the Golden Globe party where they're announcing the nominations the next night. And I still will never reveal it's a woman. I won't ever re- reveal her name. Okay. But um, she comes up to me, it's like one in the morning, we're all drinking. She's like, oh, yeah, I got. I gotta go uh i gotta get out of here you know tomorrow morning they announce these nominations at like 4 a.m la time so i gotta try and get some sleep i'm like yeah cool all right awesome she's like you know what jerry don't worry one day if you guys continue like this you guys will get it one day i'm like fuck i would that would be awesome i hope you're right yeah that next morning the show uh kevin dylan and jeremy piven got nominations in the first year wow. so it just was a surreal because she had it in my mind and she's someone to respect i'm like you know maybe in five years it yeah. could happen so because it just doesn't that definitely Dude, that's incredible Help me out. And then when we were shooting season two, again, numbers are okay. People are watching, but it's not what it grew to be. We were doing the episode in Vegas. I don't know if you remember. I remember that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Fight with Seth Green. Yeah. You got to to judge the uh, the model. We're shooting the scene at the (laughs) pool where there's 1,500 girls. And, um, you know. All all the scenes are just. 1,500 girls. Yeah. (laughs) As a dude, you're just like, God, I want to work on that show. And and by the way, now, is it show at a point, too, where like when you're shooting uh people are like leaving you be or is it that's the thing like we're still okay yeah like we have a little notoriety but we're so under the radar still like we don't even have to really close down streets to shoot we could still get in and out because if you were sex in the city people would just be be mayhem (laughs) yeah so uh by the way when does that crossover episode happen (laughs) 
We were talking about Jetsons meet the Flintstones in our emails. Why, why, about, why not Sex and the City meets Entourage? I, I, who am I? It's I feel like I'm, I don't even can't even remember their names. I was about to like compare who Samantha, we all No, were. drama Samantha. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. I mean, that's Not like even no, lynching. Like, no oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's obvious. Um, so we're getting ready to shoot that scene by the pool, and, yeah. like, the guys right there, and uh, I was I was getting – walking over the set, and I had, like, my iced coffee. I was even – I, like, smoked cigarettes back then. I was, gotcha. like, smoking a cigarette, and uh, I literally start hearing, like, a couple of guys go, like, Turo, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I look over, and in the pool, there was, like, a bridge, and at the Hard Rock, you walk over to get to the cabana where there's, like – 200 meatheads in the pool that I think are extras at the time. We right. couldn't shut down the whole pool. I mean, they started a chant, a turtle chant. And then what if it was Kevin Dillon. Market. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Dillon comes walking. They start like a victory chant. It just was oh, like, no shit. I was like, wow, this shit is starting to catch on. That's yeah. where I really wow. started to. Yeah, when people start taking catchphrases, or yeah. like, I mean, like, that's. Then you're like, all right, now we're, we're starting to seep into the pop culture uh, world. But I still, I never felt comfortable, probably till about like season four or five, where I was like, okay, this is not going to get ripped away. Right. And I have, we have some job stability and people watch and we have a fan base. Probably about season five, I started to relax a little right. bit. Because yeah. more and more cool shit would happen to the show cooler cameos right and so then you're like god as as and then you probably start fantasizing about like dude we had fucking tom brady on and fucking bono and matt damon so you're like what's possible next please don't stop shooting because like we might get to meet the president like <laughs> dude, right? dude there was a report that came out that like it was they watched entourage in the white house it was like obama's favorite show and uh <laughs> wow and I might be telling uh, love, this story wrong. This is not my story, and this is okay. a Kevin Connolly story who played E. And if oh, I'm yeah. butchering it, Kevin, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But uh, Kevin, if he, he's fucking it up, just come on the podcast and re, re, you know redo it. There right you go. around the time I think when like HBO announced like this is Entourage's f- final season, yeah, that's yeah, when like mm-hmm. Obama said like uh, he he loves the show. They watched the show. Connolly was at some fundraiser for Obama, and they had like Obama in a back room, and people are getting called, and he got like the tap. They were like. President would like to be so he literally goes back <laughs> and walks back and apparently again I might be screwing this story up but okay. Obama's just like E calls Kyle the one guy in the world who could do it without like getting a, like it's Kevin right um, so they're talking or whatever and Kevin's like I heard it was your favorite show blah blah, blah. and Kyle's like yeah it's our last season we wish we could have did more and Obama's like I wish you told me sooner I would have stepped in. That's the oh, quote, shit. apparently. Oh my god, dude! Which was the executive order from the president? You will make more entourage <laughs> right. episodes. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, healthcare. Uh, we're fixing that, but uh, I maybe butchered that story. Maybe that's just the way I heard it. No, I dude, wanted to hear it. Pretty... You know what? I, I, I would ne- I would never change a word of that story. Stick into yeah. it. Keep, Stick into it. Yeah, keep it exactly. Uh, any any uh, for I talked about this with uh, another comedian buddy of mine. How um, to us getting famous and having athletes that we look up to that seems about the coolest part of getting famous is guys that you respect in turn becoming fans of you or just being in positions to where you get to hang out. Uh, And that obviously has happened so much because of the show. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that all actors and entertainers want to be athletes and all athletes want to be entertainers. Yes. So, uh, Entourage and, and we all want to be Snoop Dogg. Well, that's <laughs> everybody. Wants that. That's yes, one one of one form of Snoop. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's definitely one of the coolest parts of the show. As a huge sports fan, like the people I've had the chance to to meet, and then I always say, like the really the best part of that show is like to be doing scenes like in the morning with 
uh, Sidney Pollock, who's like right. the most amazing dude. Do they tell you that the day of? Yeah, like, like by the, the call way? sheet. It's like okay, so that's first how you up, find out. You know, you look at the call sheet yeah. first up. It's Sidney Pollock and that scene, and then Jeez. we got uh, Kanye West after lunch <laughs> for the plane scene, yeah. and we're <clears throat> you know we're closing with the LeBron Matt Damon stuff at the yeah. airport. It's like holy Please. shit, are you kidding me? And I'm still blown away that these people get a tiny bit excited to meet me. Like Kevin yeah. Durant came and hung out on our set years ago and just was like, man, I just can't believe I'm seeing this. I'm like, you're fucking Kevin Durant. Oh, man. Yeah. You've seen a lot of, I can't believe you were right. in the NBA finals. You've won an MVP award. Yeah, dude. So, and, and it, it's got, it's got to feel cool to know that like entourage was the show that the entire industry watched too. Like, like that was require viewing. If you're an actor or actress somewhere in the industry, because and in addition to the jokes that everyone got, you guys had jokes that only people in the industry got. Yes. Like, there, I remember one time uh, there was uh, the big meeting where all, where all the agencies were coming together and, like, uh, uh, Ari goes, like, CAA's here, <laughs> William Morris here, ICM. What yeah. the fuck are yeah, you yeah, doing? Yeah. APA, APA, who let you guys in? Yeah, I took offense to that one. I was like, oh, fuck, maybe I need to make a switch. They dropped me in O2, but I'm kidding. What? No, shots fired, APA. <laughs> um, that, look, that was an actual concern early on was, like, is this too inside? Yeah, but um, yeah. Doug Allen, who wrote, you know, 99.9% of every word of it, you know, always balanced it with... The fact that it's these blue collar guys who shouldn't be here. Right. Realistically, like all these guys should not be in Hollywood succeeding. Right. So there, I think that was always the balancing act of like industry inside joke that maybe people in middle America didn't get, and then then yeah. four knuckleheads like trying to get hand jobs. Well, <laughs> <you know>? well, <laughs> By the way, that's the pitch for our snowplow movie. There you yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> it's four knuckleheads trying to get hand jobs. Hear me out. This winter. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's what one of the reasons that made the show so cool and so relatable to everyone is because people are tired of seeing the celebrities that think they're sort of above it all and they're and they're just a whole another level of consciousness it was so cool to see blue collar guys who despite like every season just being like holy fuck i can't believe we're doing this yeah and just and just having those moments of we to drive ferraris like on a like yeah, on the a race track. car track. What the fuck was that like? I also like I, I actually was getting no a note I remember really early on. You must have felt like a make a wish been... kid every episode because you're like, I'm doing shit that just like is on my bucket list or right? Like yeah, every I think it was oh god I'm trying to remember is my old Oh, I think it was like the second episode ever where we like the whole and this is like the big storyline was we got like a Rolls Royce Phantom. That was yeah. like the big thing. But okay. at the very end, we're going to like a party at Jessica Alba's or something. Right, yeah. And I'm doing the scene. And I'm playing it super excited. And then Doug Ellen comes over and he's trying to give me notes. Like, you guys, like, you know, you go to these kind of parties, so you don't have to be. I'm like, Doug, I'm sorry, dude. I, you're oh, especially I, you're always going to be excited to go to a party at Jessica Alba's house, and yeah. that to me was like very much what it was like because like we're the audience in the way you're watching right. it with us. Like, who wouldn't be excited to go to uh, going to a party at Jessica Alba's yeah. house? Like, we're not um, supposed to be on this list. People don't want to see people acting like oh, this is normal. Like for very me. blasé. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah you know we're at Jessica's oh, last night. Who is that? Malibu. Ted Danson. Big fucking deal. <laughs> no, it's like you nerd out, and um, I think that was definitely some of the the. Secret sauce that that, that helped it. So, uh, the uh, yes, uh, some of your favorite cameos. <sighs> I mean, who? I mean, where do you start? I uh, well, Bob Saget to me was always a great one. <laughs> Obviously, I grew up watching Bob Saget, and sure. then getting to know his his stand up and yeah. knowing that wow, like. 
I knew this guy one way for 20 years, and yeah. then now I got to know him as this whole other way. So, uh, and then the, yeah, then the, the character he played on the show, yeah, was it was great. Just, unbelievable. It so was funny. Just, he, like uh, him as our neighbor, it just I don't know. Like I, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously, yeah. all the sports. I mean, Jesus, like Brady. I mean, when you were shitting on Brady and that, like, how was that? I mean, <laughs> it was amazing yeah. because. That story, actually, that episode was written for Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, who requested to be on the show. Like, we didn't solicit. They wanted to be on it. Doug Allen wrote that. So Wahlberg and Brady were essentially Peyton and Eli, and obviously the dialogue was different. Right. And, like, 10 days, not even less than 10 before we were getting ready to shoot, the Mannings pulled out. And they just didn't even really give a reason why. I couldn't even get them on the phone, nothing. So Doug took that very – and he's a Giants fan. Took it very personally. I blame Papa John's. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, now we're fucked. He's like, we got to figure this out. This is the first thing we were shooting of the year. We have no one to do it. So, you know, Wahlberg stepped in, and this is where it really helped to have him as one of the creator executive producers and was like, well, uh, you want me to get Brady? Jesus. uh, You want to ask another stupid, dumb, redundant (laughs) question? Like, just go do it. So. He gets Bray, who's like fresh off his knee surgery. Wow. Uh, not fresh, but, you know, he's like still healing. Yeah. And um, within like less than a week's notice, was like, yeah, I'll be there. Shows up, knows his lines, was happy to be there, was so cool to the crew and and was goodness. It just I just couldn't believe how he just stepped in and saved the day. It almost was like, that's what I want Eli to do. Because I'm a Giants fan, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He li- Tom Brady literally saved the day. We had nothing to shoot. And that would have screwed and us so actor, hard. Man. Blended right in. And that's one of the more – one of the I get a lot of quotes from the show. But mm-hmm. one of them in the top three is always like, Tom Brady sucks balls. Yeah, like dude. that. That's so funny. That's man. one of the main ones I get. That's uh, You're just saying that about Wahlberg, um, having that as an asset. I mean – because this show is uh, loosely based off him. Yeah, right, it's loosely based off him and his boys. You know, Mark brought a lot of his friends from Boston. Uh, and if you really think about Mark, uh, I've really gotten to know him and respect him for so many different reasons. But he's been doing this for 25 years and yeah. never went away, ever. Ever. Isn't that fucking bananas, Even dude? Even through, and like, the low, what is it, the low times? Like, Planet of the Apes? Is that really I a low guess, time? Dude, yeah, this Rockstar, star, but yeah, that was but you're incredible. St- yeah, but you're still doing, you're, you're still the lead male in yeah. two to three movies a year. Yeah. How is that a low time? I mean, whether you like this music or not, he had a hip hop career he, he had did. a flourishing underwear modeling career he and did. then started an acting career that he was one of the highest paid actors of his generation of time and then in his latter years or later years of getting nominated for an academy award for the departed so and now had, and now still producing like he's got he's got entourage uh boardwalk empire boardwalk empire they did how to make it in america he's oh, producing he's a lot of the uh, in treatment is part of that their it's company nuts. And so he's heavily involved in all of this like with you guys he would be on set a lot yeah yes and no because you know he does he he is like all over the place shooting yeah. movies but it, it was the ultimate ace in the hole like if you want right. to talk about leadership in the sense like call me when you need me like just whistle you know that dude shows up and uh <laughs> just beat your chest like a planet he's of the like you shine the bat signal up in the <laughs> right. air and yeah. he shows up he and you just, go, you, you just like look at this guy and go good vibrations and then mark just <laughs> shows up and a silhouette of a feel dirt dick with a penis yeah <laughs> uh so did he sit you guys all down when you all got cast and kind of be the like minute and actually we were talking about like when I, the audition process and yeah. And I kind of – they were telling me I was the guy. That's right, 45 times. 45 times. God, that's insane. All matched up with like every actor in, in L.A. at that point who was between the ages of like 23 and 30. And at the network, Tat, the final HBO 
test. You know, they usually, for those of you who don't know, they bring two or three people per role. So mm-hmm. the only one who actually didn't have, Kevin Dillon was the only one there for Johnny Drama, and he had no idea. And once he found out, he's like, well, if I knew that, bro, I would have left. <laughs> I wouldn't have stayed. Dude, there's only one Johnny Drama. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you go in by yourself at first. Like, you're reading just your character with yeah. the casting director, blah, blah. And then they start matching you up with people. So mm-hmm. I didn't really get off to a great start in my, if it was like the Olympics, my individual competition. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, like, the, my timing with the casting director was off. Just no one was laughing. Yeah. But I got the role. This is my – I'm the guy, right? And at one point, the, that energy in the room is so stressful. Everyone's trying to make jokes in the waiting room because sure. there's a bunch of nervous actors. Yeah, dude. Wahlberg comes out because he's in the test. So you want to yeah. talk about intimidation too. Like, it's fucking Wahlberg. And he's like, Jerry, come here. I'm like, what? Like, he calls me out in front of like – The other actors are like, yeah, like, oh, wow. God. Come here. And he's outside. He literally t- basically tells me like, he's like, you're kind of blowing it. Like, oh, shit. You're, you're like, come on, you're, just do what you did in the room. Be you. I don't care what the fucking script says. I don't care whatever. Be you. Be the guy that you auditioning all those months. Like, bring it. Don't be nervous. This is yours. Do you remember but, if you were doing something different? I, you're getting actory, huh? You're getting in your head, maybe. And I, just... I just think maybe I was playing it a little safe. It's like I was playing like the prevent defense, yeah. maybe. I was <laughs> like, I know I got a lead, so I'm just right, gonna try right, right. to, you know, hold into a field goal and get out of here <laughs> with a win. So, uh, and now, now like the world. The room's just spinning. I just yeah. got a pep talk from Mark, um, and now they start matching us up. And I got paired up with an actor who I kind of, and I just literally went off script, off put, and I started getting laughs. And like mm-hmm. the room just, you know, you felt like that energy. Yeah, so like, you know when that room is right. You're yeah. hearing like the eye of the tiger music in the back of your head. I, You're like, I got it. Yeah. I righted the room, and um, but now like they're now they're pairing up the four. Now they send people home. Like you can go, you could go, you stay. Yeah. And I'm in there Shit. with three guys. I don't really remember. Who who they were, but and then at one point I do remember the very last one. It was me, Connolly, Dylan, Adrian Grenier wasn't there. Someone else for Vince, but the three of us were the final grouping, and we're oh. sitting here reading. And Kevin Dylan keeps reading all his lines to me like he thinks I'm E. We have no idea who we were playing at this okay. point. Are you guys all nervous? Are you like starting to <clears throat> have some sort of camaraderie? I think we're starting to get it, but uh, that was like the final pairing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got I, I left and and I always thank Doug Allen to this day. I left at like five o'clock and now the worst part uh, waiting that, man yeah he called me at like six o'clock oh, an hour later. I remember wow. I was in the Seven Eleven parking lot in Burbank on fucking Clark and Hollywood Way and I was like talking to my mom as I'm like getting a coffee and I'm like mom hold on there's a, there's a number I don't know I click over and it's like Doug's like yo it's Doug you got it bro you got it rough start but you finished strong you got it I went oh, what man. it's like yeah bro you got it we're gonna uh, rehearse this week click I'm like I, what do you do? I, I do. Oh, I, I cry. How big of a slurpee did you get? Yeah. <laughs> Brain freeze. That happened. Every flavor was in there. Then my, then my next call in true entourage fashion was was Wahlberg. He's like, bro, yeah, you had me nervous for a minute there, but you came through. He's like, uh, you ever been to a fight before? I'm like, no, but I love boxing. I'm a huge boxing fan. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to take you guys. You guys got to start getting to know each other. I'm going to take you guys on a little trip. I was going to say, he, he did some cool bonding trips. Huh? Yeah. The next day, now he, literally, I'm still this meathead from Brooklyn who's still working in restaurants and just got his first car, a used car in L.A. I went for two years, three years without a car. I'm literally getting like details on how to get to like the private Burbank Airport because Mark got a plane oh. and flew the four of us to – it was uh, Tarver Roy Jones 1. 
Okay. In Vegas. And then we all we went out afterward, and I guess that was the quickest way to speed up the bonding process. Yeah. Because by the end of that trip, uh, oh, dude, it was dude, over, huh? Yeah. Band of Brothers <laughs> by yeah. the end of the trip. Fucking title fight in Vegas doesn't get too much more exciting it than that. Just was in, it just was insane. Wow. It was literally insane. I'd never, I didn't even know the, really what a private plane was. I had no idea. And did you guys it. all kind of like sit on the plane together and look at each other and be like, yeah. Dude, I didn't. I don't even think I spoke on the plane there because I was also like afraid of flying. Now I'm on this oh, this death trap for the first time. So ever. he didn't want to be like the bitch, like yelling out, like, "Yeah, uh, uh, is uh, this supposed to bump like that?" Uh, guys, uh, you stay on the plane. I'll just drive to Vegas. It's only four hours. It's fine. It really is just. I I just still I haven't told any of these stories in a really long time. Believe it or not. So like even going down right now, this was just I still can't believe yeah dude, it's it, incredible it's fake to me like it didn't really it was just like a really cool dream and i woke up like oh man i hope i dream that again tonight <laughs> well dude there the is feeling. i mean because you put yourself in position to i mean by like coming out here like when you made a choice to to move because that to me is such a big thing like i have friends who, who have you know i went to school out here and then stayed out but even like coming down here for school i'm like I, there was i had trepidations about that in seattle because i was like oh just stay near you know my mom was also single mom and like you know before she met my stepdad i was like i just need to be close to her and not move away and then i have friends who moved here and been here three months and tried it and then left so it's like just coming here is big and then to f- be in position to get something like that and get it and have the show stay on and be is so so the luck element is like uh, bigger than people realize, right? Uh, I mean, you you look. I mean, the talent part, you guys. I mean, the show obviously, like that group, just shows how important chemistry is. Like, you just can't. That's such a big reason why yeah. we love it all. Yeah, like, that, you want to see you guys all the time. That show doesn't work with four other guys. Yeah, it doesn't. You put fucking Danny Bonaducci as, <laughs> as, as uh, Ari Gold. It's gonna be a different show, and it'll be on the WB. <laughs> it's true, man, and I, I. That's why I do have so much like respect for the game in a way, because this, whatever it is, whether it's acting, music, comedy, like it's designed to make you quit. Just the system. The system right. is designed really, yeah. to beat the shit down. out of you to yeah. the point where you're like, uh, all right, you win. I'm out. Fuck this. Can't do it. Can't do it. Rejection, rejection, rejection. You got the part. Oh, wait, no. Someone can't. Someone else came in last minute. Uh, wait in the open mic line for five hours to do a three-minute spot in front of nobody. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's designed, it's designed to make you right. quit. And, and L.A. as a whole and as a city and as a town is – it's the worst, best town in the world. Like, yeah. when it's high and things are going well, there literally is no better place on the face of the earth to live. I, I can right. honestly say it. But when it's low, it's <laughs> the worst place yeah. in the world. I'm talking like walking around, getting that question. So, like, yeah, my least favorite question in the world is, like, what, what have you been up to? What are you working on? <sighs> F- nothing, yeah. bro. How about that? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. I haven't worked in six months. I'm up to nothing. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and then you look around. and Feel and, better? And, and, and you see the Bentleys <laughs> yeah, driving yeah. by you and all the shit going on and all the mansions up in the hills. And you yeah, just feel like shit like, during those times. I just could never. I don't, I don't know. And, again, I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not an LA hater on that level like I get it there's so many people here that are chasing after dreams but like I said when it's low it really is the loneliest fucking place in the world absolutely Uh, I got a few more questions before we wrap this up Uh, I'm talking a lot sorry dude this are you kidding me this is what what we love if we're carrying the podcast it's not a good podcast (laughs) Uh, trust me there's examples Uh, APA no Uh, I was about to take a shot at someone who who you've had on but he's a good friend of mine so I'm sure he's about to say Mike Young you have to put Mike Young on your back and carry him Mike was actually, you know, he, uh, I don't know, maybe it's the he candles told, that made him comfortable. Yeah, but, no, he, uh, he told a lot of DiCaprio stories. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we if we hadn't known Mike through stand-up already, like if there's, sometimes there's people like, 
it, there's a lot of people like Kudrow and Saget. Yeah. Uh, I'd never met before Brad yeah. and Saget from stand-up, but like there's a lot of people that are just like yourself that are just personable and like fun and jump and sit down and jump in and they just like and we like hopefully take a little bit of pride in that we like make you people do. comfortable. You absolutely but, um, do. From the minute you started, I didn't even realize we started. Oh, cool. And that's how you know it's off to a good start. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, do that. What uh, I want to know: crazy like fan stories. And if people from, like, back home, any cool stories of, like, not, like, ones of people being like, Jerry, man, I got this fucking Band-Aid company I want to start. Can I get 60 grand? But, like, any... I got, I got plenty of those if you want. You need Band-Aids, bro? Let me say, yeah. You want the whole Yankee starting lineup in yeah. a Band-Aid package? I got them. You could have fucking Jeter over your scab in no time. What if it was Luis Soho who was asking you for the Band-Aid money? Uh, it's good. Really, come on, man. It's... Uh, but uh, or are people so instead of people asking for money, people that are like uh, uh, like that maybe have just come out of the woodwork that are just so happy for you that you hadn't talked to in a long like a teacher or a- um yes there like there there's two different kind of forms of those there's the forms of those that like the guy or girl who um you know I know from growing up but like never really knew their last name but now of course like we grew up together with best friends like I literally had a guy. A couple of years ago, be like when I was home in Brooklyn, like, bro, you come by the house, come by for dinner. My mother would love to see you. I'm like, wow, motherfucker, I don't even know where you live. <laughs> I've never seen you. I don't even know your last name. Like, and look, well, I don't you played in the get, sandbox twice. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that mad. But um, there is like there is you know Brooklyn especially is a very very proud community of people. Okay. So uh, when anyone kind of not gets out, but because I wasn't trying just to get out of Brooklyn. Uh, but when anybody definitely makes it on a certain level, they're very, very proud. Like, they claim you as theirs. And then it's in a good way. It's in uh-huh. a positive way. Yeah. So uh, I get a lot of love when I go back there. There are some of my friends who are kind of disappointed in me because they would have thought that me being on a show like Entourage would have translated to me living my life like it was real. Right. Like, Entourage, like meaning I'm going to then we're going to fly them, fly them <laughs> out. We're going to have all these like, guys, I'm, that's, no, it's not, that's I'm not trying not to blow what this bummer, shit dude. right here. Yeah. So, so it's, so it opens you up to like, you know, seeing people's, uh, to quote Phil Collins, true colors. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, there's, there's like, there's a couple of people, like guys who I genuinely love, who I grew up with, like who are kind of just like, fuck Jerry. Like, like because I, you won't take him to courtside Knicks game, right? Yes. Yeah. God, yes. And, wow. and you just have to like, you know, again to you know br- brush it, uh, brush it off, and yeah. And- look, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I just always treat it like I, I still don't even know how I got in this position. And you know what? Like, if I am gonna share some of these unique experiences, it's gonna be with my brother. Yeah. It's gonna be with right. my mom. It's gonna be with. It's gonna be with family. No offense to anyone I grew wow. up with. I still and I still see those guys on the regular. And it's not everyone, but this is a small percentage. Yeah. So, uh, but I get a lot of love when I go home, man. That's awesome. Good. Have they, uh, d- like what, I mean, high school reunion, like was there any, they name a street after you at fucking Turtle <laughs> Avenue or something? No, but I definitely, uh, believe it or not, there's a lot, there's a couple of, you know, in Brooklyn, that kind of Italian deli that we tried to open up out here, there, there's one on every corner. I have a couple of sandwiches named after me back there. There you That's go. That's incredible. But, and not, not counting like the fat, like Fat Sal's is one thing because they kind of had to do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when, yeah. You, these when you were, own the place. These were, kinda... these were honorary uh, gotcha. things and um, yeah like I still like will go to my junior high school and like I still know the principal there so I'll like speak to people it's just it's it's a and it's fun to do that stuff right yeah absolutely because you're like I got blessed to be in this position and and what it's always cool to me and what I kind of want that next level uh, because it's, it's like the impact you can have 
on so many people just because of who you are is fucking bananas, man. You show up to a school and talk and all the, like for, you know, five, six hundred kids. And like you, you could really have like a deep impact on somebody's uh, 100%. mentality just because of you being there and like, you know, them seeing like how cool it is that you would come back and then like the words you're speaking. So it's uh, it's dope that you just even just to make and blame. It's going to sound a little uh, like idealistic, but like my mom always told me, you know, look, you could do anything you want to do just as long as you at least try. Don't be afraid to fail. Failure is not like a, a shameful thing if you tried hard. Right. And I actually believe this. Like one of those things, like I, I ignored so much of that kind of advice and wisdom when you're younger because you think you <laughs> know everything. Right. But that's like one of the things that stuck. So uh, that's what I would just ever try to pass on to anyone who wants to, whether it's acting, comedy, music, sports, just like, look, you got to love this shit. Like I get asked a lot, like, what's the best way to start acting? Or I'm like, first of all, figure out if you love it. Because right. if you don't love it, and if you just want to be famous and do it, then then don't even ask the work. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I You're re- not in for the right reason. One time I snapped on someone. Uh, oh, wow. I was in. This is a year ago. Okay. I was in New York. I was literally doing an independent film for like seven hundred thousand dollars. Was like I think the budget of the whole movie. Right. Which is it's just just all that means. It's just going to be really really difficult. That's it's all. A passion it means. project. You, you, for sure. Yeah. You like the script. Good. Stuff. And. You know, I'm talking this kind of thing like you show up to work and they're like, yeah, Jerry, we have a problem. Uh, you know that location where we're supposed to shoot? You, we don't have it. I'm like, all right, well, what do we have? Can we shoot it outside? No, we don't got no. permits. <laughs> well, what do we have? We got a coffee shop. Every scene in the movie is in a fucking coffee shop. <laughs> um, so we're working from like 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. every day, which bleeds into 6, 7, 8 a.m. now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going back one morning to the hotel and there was this guy who was working in the hotel security i think and uh, i would see him every morning i'd I'd be coming home hey what's up hey man how are you about it one morning i'm coming home like literally like my eyes are bleeding and he just asked me this question that rubbed me the wrong way he's like hey man let me ask you a question like yeah what's up he's like what's the easiest way (laughs) to become an actor and i just i had sunglasses i took my sunglasses off so he saw my eyes and it looked like I, i i'm like Look at my fucking face. Does it look like there's anything fucking easy about about it? Yeah. Does it look like there's any? Do you think it's all fucking jacuzzis and chicks and champagne? Yeah. Do you think that's what it is? Because it's fucking not. <laughs> I got in the elevator. I went up. I went right back down. I came back. Hey, man, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I t- I'm having to look. It's been tough. I haven't got slept. I'm day. not that guy. But it's just that question. But at I, the same time. I've and, been asked that a lot. A lot yeah. of people, what's the easiest, quickest way? Like, fuck you. Yeah, it doesn't same, exist. No, there, there's no, there's, there's no magical building of show business where you just show up and like, hey, I'd like to become an actor, please. And it's just, oh, you, great. Congratulations. You're, you're an actor. Form. Here are your bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your, please, please, you know, take this coupon for your private plane. <laughs> Here are your bitches. <laughs> Here are your bitches. Yeah. The, the, there's no guy to hand you bitches, people. No. That, that, that's what I'm trying to get out there. Here's your wrist band for the after party at Leo's house and uh, <laughs> no, man. No, you gotta it get doesn't... Your, yeah you, you gotta get fired from Boston Market I, a couple I times. did feel bad like I, I mean I snapped like does it fuck I was it's 8 o'clock in the morning I'm yelling at the guy was that the last time you spoke to Luis Soho <laughs> was that like <laughs> no no uh, we actually uh, I I I made it up to him I felt really bad okay, for good. Yeah. Uh, and last thing uh, you're Buds with basically the guy who runs my city now, Russell Wilson. Oh, God, that's right. What the fuck is that like? Because let me just tell you, 
Seattle uh, has had a rough go sports-wise in the last 15 years, man. Until? We were until Russ Wilson. Yeah, and I don't, And I'm not going to put it all on his shoulders, but, dude, y- every city needs a um, franchise player. You need a superstar. You need a uh, face. You need a face, dude. And you need – and. Sometimes you get a face like Kaepernick, and you're like, oh, God, can we put fucking a different face on that body? Oh, wait, can we put a different – can we just get a new guy now? Anyone? Uh, can we get Alex Smith back? Yeah, dude, right? And when Griffey yeah. and – I mean, even Randy, like, was a fucking – kind of known for being an asshole, but he was so good. And then Kemp and Peyton and Steve Lard, it's like – and we just had a, a rough go to the point to where it was like, hey, fucking everyone's like, dude, the Storm are fucking going to be good this year. And I'm like, WNBA? Hey, man, shut up. Uh, but, uh, but that being said, the Storm, hey. You guys are fucking great. Can I get 500 on the Storm to win uh, under reverse it with the Storm? <laughs> Lauren Jackson, if you want to get in on my Band-Aid company, hit me up at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. Do it. Uh, but, dude, it's like it's unbelievable. Like, obviously, because you know what he does for Children's Hospital. Yeah. And, and on and off the field, it's unbelievable. So what is it like to kick it with him? Uh, well, first and foremost, I uh, I was dating a girl like three or four years ago who was an alum of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So somehow it, it lined up for me. I went and I did ESPN College Game Day for Wisconsin, so Nebraska. Dope. And it was Russell Wilson's senior year. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I guess then it was four years ago. And um, I had gone to a Badger practice and uh, ended up talking to someone like J.J. Watt, was yeah. just had graduated there. So right. still, like his little brother, I think, was on the team or something. And I ended up seeing Russell Wilson. We threw the ball around. We talked for a minute. And uh, and the next night, I stayed in Wisconsin the other night, ended up seeing him, talking to him. And um, he then like came out to L.A. to do some stuff before the draft. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, like, reached out to Doug Allen as well. Doug Allen and him are super, super close. And we went and met with him and, like, Nick Toon from Wisconsin and just became friends because I thought he was a good kid at the time. I don't mean to call him a kid. He's a grown man. He wins Super Bowls. But, you know, I'm like, he's this college kid who's trying to go after his career, loves to play. Everyone thinks he's too short and doesn't yeah. have enough to whatever. They really Maybe, were giving him that hard angle, huh? Yeah. Oh, big time. I remember even right. talking to him, like, one, asking him, like, well, where do you think you'll go? He's like, ah, maybe the third round, uh, hopefully mm. the fourth. Then it's like, maybe I'll hopefully get drafted. And then, you know, and he always says, like, it meant a lot to him that we were just, we were cool way before the Super Bowl sure. and all What do you that. guys connect on? I mean, what are you, just dude stuff? Well, he was also a big fan of the show, which always helps. He was a oh, big right, Entourage right. fan. Uh, and it's just sports. Like, you, I always know, like, the guy, like, the athletes that I've met who don't mind and want to really talk the details of sports, like, those are the mm-hmm. ones you know that go home and think about, like, they're just, it's just studying non-stop. playbooks. And yeah. he was very much like that. Like, he'll yeah. break down a play with you on a napkin. And talk to you about, like, wow. here, this is where I, I always try to look for the slant, then the out. So um, watching from afar, but yet close enough to see what's gone on with his career is really amazing. He really is a great dude. So that to me, that's even more important than how yep. talented the football player is. Like, all this stuff with the Children's Hospital, he is legit. It's not for show. He's not trying to be, like, the good face. No, he right. cares. Just so. made Adam's day. He was, like, so, he was like so hopeless. Oh, no, he's well, the real just, deal. Yeah. You should, one of my good friends out here is from Seattle, too, and I tell him all, like, it's, it's, he's the real deal. It's just huge, man, because you, uh, you have, we all have probably so much pride on where we're from. And yeah. It's like when you, sports, when you do allow yourself to get emotionally invested, and, you know, and I, uh, 
uh, I joke about this too because Brad and I went to the Super Bowl uh, last year. You know, he's a big Broncos uh, fan. That and it was Oh God! <laughs> I had dude. to sit next to this guy getting fucking slaughtered, dude. When it was twenty-two nothing, I'm like, "You're still a chance." Then Percy runs it back. I go, "Fucking, you want to go home?" Man? Yeah, bro. If you, dude, do me a favor, get me another beer. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna okay. enjoy the victory lap right, right now. All right, I'll go get you another beer. <laughs> and also, you know, he was getting sad. You you turn from uh, f- uh, you know fan to concerned friend because I'm like, dude, I want him to have a good time. Also, yeah. like if he starts crying, like when a dwarf <laughs> cries at the Super Bowl, what happens to the rest of us? It, 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 it's a thunderstorm like you've never believed, man. <laughs> Shit happens. The skies open up. When, but, a dwarf, when, when, when a dwarf cries, God cries. You understand that? <laughs> is that an Alanis Morissette lyric? I think it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, that's great to hear, man. No, he's, uh, and he's in, he's in the, the Entourage movie. It was actually his pass... In the movie, he's throwing a ball to Kevin Connolly, and I tackled uh, Connolly and broke his his fibula, whatever it is, in (laughs) two places. Shut down production. Well, I mean, it sucks, but at the same time, you kind of take a little pride in that, right? (laughs) No, you know what? I I tried for a minute. I was like, wow, I'm kind of a badass. But no, no, it really was terrible. It was really like the most freak thing in the world, too. It wasn't even that like I was just. I I imagine that's kind of like when you were a kid and you're playing with your friends and then like you kind of hit one of your friends a little too hard and he starts crying. Yeah, it's what I do. Yeah, like that panic comes over you like, oh, God, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) And for you, it's like that's that's amplified by a thousand because you're on a damn million dollar production movie. We literally said to each other, we gave each other the look and we're like, let's... Let's go easy here. Like, we almost designed the play. I'm like, let's coordinate this. A little. And yeah. it just, of course, you put, like, him and I are always, co- we're competing over everything. Like, sure, sure. And he fucking drilled me on my, I run a little five yard out. Russell hits me in the chest and Connolly literally drops a shoulder and fucking drills me. <laughs> so everyone thinks I did it out of, like, right, response. Yeah. No. But it really was. I was just like, okay. Like, I literally felt like the vertebrae kind of crackled, oh, yeah. but I did not try to break his his leg. Dude, right. we all want to feel like we still got it, man. When I play in this comedy basketball league. Dude, and I play like, three times a week with Mike really? Young. Yeah, if you ever want to play, I got, a you want to play? Percent. We got a Monday night, we got a Friday. Oh, I did like ten, 10 podcasts on, on my pickup game. Dude. I got yes. suspended for poor behavior. <laughs> I've gotten I can't tell you how many technical fouls I got. I play dude cuz it's just like All in a ray. Basketball dude, I would have gone if I was 6, you know, basketball was always my favorite sport. Mine too. And it was like I was told my mom I was either going to be a ninja turtle, an NBA basketball player or the ice cream man. We could have grew up together. <laughs> dude, yeah. And uh it sounds like two from listening to your show our moms are very similar. Very very similar. Uh, we have, yeah, we might have to do a crossover episode after dude, yeah, my mom. You should podcast. listen to the episode of my mom that on this podcast. For it sure. was her name's Puddin. Anyway, uh <laughs> that's real by the way. But she uh but that league man, I just Everyone, a lot of comics, I think just in general, dudes at this age, you still want to feel like if a scout walked in, I could fucking. <laughs> so you, 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 you box out bench. a little harder. And also, competitiveness, uh, you, uh, we all miss that, dude. I miss high school sports so much because of that fucking. You just don't get it at this stage in life. So right. when you have these rec leagues, it's as close as you can get to it. I tried to hang it up, and because uh, I kept getting, I got hurt a lot, broke a couple of ribs, yeah. I tore my oh, ankle. I'm like, this is and your so friends are like, stupid. dude, you're not getting paid. Yeah. What are you doing? I broke my ankle three years ago. They were it's, like, stop it. I only got one gear. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, don't, I can't. I can't. I can't. Like, go slow harder. It go down. home. Um, <laughs> I can't turn off passion, man. <laughs> I, d- I played yesterday though, and. Um, it was just like, and I'm I'm literally gonna do this on 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 the podcast, like how important team chemistry is, because yeah. we had a really shitty team kind of compared to the team we were playing, but it was five guys who I swear to God that I should not be giving this this amount of thought, <laughs> but 
we play it as a team. We picked each other up. It's like the old play where, like, if you throw the ball, if you and I aren't getting along, we're on the same team, you throw the yeah. ball away, and, I, like, guys on a fast break, I could maybe chase him down. Like, nah, fuck that. You chase him down. You yeah. suck. Right, right, right. But, like, if we have that chemistry, I'll go, I'll go get him, bro, and I'll chase him down, and I'll maybe foul him before he gets the shot <laughs> yeah, up. Dude. And we kind of had get that. I was back. proud. I sent an email out to the whole team. <laughs> I was like, guys, rarely do five guys come together in a pickup game and just we were run I swear to God I started an email chain with Dude, the five guys. That. It was it was just so we went four and one. We played this little pickup game and it was awesome. We uh, oh, we were like running the triangle. It was awesome. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, we are very similar, dude, because no joke, I, uh, from the first season of our uh, comedy league, because it got tougher and tougher because comics got, uh, we got busy, we're on the road. Yeah, and stuff. dude, and I'm it's not hard to stay in shape when you're on the road. Dude, yeah. yes, and I'm not saying this just because you just said that. I also sent an email out to my team <laughs> yeah. praising our play, dude. I'm not even fucking kidding. And everyone jumped in because it was, but it was just so fun that I was like, man, we, because we played so well together. You guys and like fucking, little Lombardis on the email dude, chain. Like. That trophy, which has been, uh, uh, I'm getting, sh- is, is a third place from the league because somebody would throw place. it away. But I was like, dude, if I have that, I'll always like remember that league and, uh, <laughs> like some well, fucking... will you guys be a guest on my on my podcast found, because course. I'm going to do an episode um, right after the new year where um, a, a cousin of mine she just has, she has a seven year old son who's playing like hockey for the first time and goalie and he had oh, like shit. his first breakthrough like now you're speaking forty my saves they beat like the first place team two to one kid was yeah. standing on his head and net mate like and he had that moment and my yeah. my uncle who pretty much is the man who raised me it's his grandfather so he calls me he's like it just was unbelievable when you see a kid get it yeah dude, so then I right. started going back to all my kind of sport and look it's not an illustrious career I promise <laughs> but I I am Going, I, I want to. Go, I'm going to have the little Justin. His name is. I'm going to yeah. have the seven year old call in. We're going to talk to him Amazing. about That's his great. standing on his head. Dude, I a thousand percent would love to. So be there. Yeah. come on, we'll, I want to yeah. talk about those formative, like I, I like the formative first sports memories. Oh, that yeah. you have. Oh yeah, we Dude, we, we we all have those I mean stories. that. I mean, Quick Fat. It was my nickname. Uh, we had a whole <laughs> episode talking about how I was a dominant because I was like the tallest up until sixth grade. I was the tallest kid, but I was fat. But I didn't want to let that stop it. So, dude, I was the quickest fat kid you'll ever see. Quick fat. Quick fat. Quick, yeah, the quick twitch muscles. <laughs> quick twitch muscle fat. That, that Bill Burr talks about, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Uh, but uh, dude, we'll get all into it. The podcast, by the way, Bad for Business. Yes, Bad for which Business, awesome. which uh, has been a lot of fun. And look, inspired by a lot of like Burr and you guys and just listening and just being a fan of sports talk and just talk radio my whole life. So You're a natural, dude. I've listened yeah. to uh, almost all of them, and you're, you're great. Because well, you got to be a likable host, and you got to know how to like, carry the show, which – and you know you're only gonna get like better at it because like we. I think so. I hope so. We're we're, we're banking oh, on it, dude. You are, man. Because when we start, dude, we feel like we got a good rhythm now. But like figuring right. out the give and take between guests and yourself and when to talk, when to shut yeah, up, dude, when to just, move on. Shut up, right? But it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's uh, you, you know you you figure that out as you go, just like anything. But yeah. You're and obviously you've got great people at your disposal, like the shit with Doug and, and Connolly and and my favorite and, and crush and uh, uh, um, uh I mean, she dude, was awesome, man. Emmanuel dude, Shriki. she crushed it. Yeah. She for me is like uh, Adam has. All right, he's gonna downplay it. Ad, oh, okay. Adam that's, has that's a your, legitimate dude, that's like your girl. Dude, yeah, she and just hearing her like, even don't ever that. say don't ever say anything bad about the girl in front in front well, of him. She's like her. one of your best friends, right? Yeah, she's literally yeah. like uh, like. And every time I say so we actually this is what we discussed on the show. I say she's like my sister. They're like ah, she won't bang you, huh? <laughs> I'm like no, no, no. I swear to God, I am not yeah, like yeah. she's family. I don't, yeah. right, right, right. We get it. You. Just 
just can't yeah. get Fra- it. F- friend zone can't close. Yeah, way to go. We th- we <laughs> that was a great. Yeah. Our whole episode is about the friend zone because everyone thinks me, Kyle, we're all in the friend zone. It's such like, a bummer, too, trying. when you yeah. see uh, a girl like that that's just like breathtaking. And then you're like, you're like, please don't be just like super dope. And then I listen to that episode. I'm like, ah, oh, God, man. She's, she's like, dope, bro. I could, uh, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like she burns a little every now and then. She's dope. Oh, God. There you go. Well, <laughs> I'll try. Look, I'm sure she's going to have something to promote in the relative near future. Maybe she's a guest. Dude, Maybe she's our, sitting in this very chair looking dude, at your trophy. I mean, I would never wash that chair like I washed <laughs> it before. But <laughs> Right, you scrubbed it before I came in, right? right. That, that, that would be me uh, talking to her and we going, uh, Adam, you have anything to comment? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hot in here? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's the dead of winter, but fuck. I, I, got, uh, I got a third place trophy over here. I don't know if you want to see that. I don't know if you ever had fantasies uh, about uh, uh, guys in the basketball league. triple the amount of candles. <laughs> Because there's, there's, I'm wrong. counting like there's like three or four. I'm picturing yeah, yeah, Shrieky yeah. comes in here. All there's, candles. There's, tw- there's a, there's a baker's dozen. <laughs> uh, Adam, why are you doing the podcast tonight in a loincloth? No reason. No reason, man. <laughs> Can you stop doing push-ups and come join the conversation? Dude, how'd you tie a double Windsor knot for the show? Wow. <laughs> I got a dinner after this. Yeah. It was a function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? I, I always do a podcast in a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys don't? Oh, You're right. the asshole. Yeah, classic. Uh, it dro- the podcast drops every what? Uh, I mean, we don't have a set day. Okay. It's usually Thursday or Friday. Or usually, because like, at some point, it always gets erased, and we have to figure out where it went yeah. and uh, do all that sort of troubleshooting. Been so there. Uh, yeah. Everyone who's done a podcast at some point lost an episode. Yeah. Oh, There's always a lost file. Your girl's great on it, too. That's a cool uh, addition. Because that's the thing, too. We're getting saturated with podcasts, so finding something different like that and having calls from like your mom and stuff like and you the, don't know and the birthday thing she did for you that, Dude, was, that was like the greatest thing ever I, so dope yeah they just basically he had like a a, a a medley of fucking so many people that were just like left all these voicemails and it, it was great. dope man she did it all on her own um that's the whole kind of bad for business theory is like we really should not be working together and doing this because it's a horrible idea but right. and like but like the girl literally taught herself how to like run like a soundboard and how to get a podcast on iTunes like she didn't know what she was she's watching like YouTube videos for 10 days straight on how to do I don't know how to do I can tell you one thing I have no idea what an RSS feed is couldn't even tell you <laughs> wow. and apparently you need yeah, one of those so yeah, um, yeah you do <laughs> it's uh it's it's a it's a lot of fun but man too there's been like 190 podcasts to come out since we started like, yeah every time I kind of look there's one. always yeah there's always someone new they're like oh damn Larry King's got one now yeah. son of a bitch <laughs> that's where it kind of makes you feel a little bad about yourself it's like oh yeah. fuck that yeah. Jeff Garland one's probably really good yeah Bonaducci's yeah. got Larry bo- David oh god damn it <laughs> Bonaducci's got Bonaducci for business which oh, is like god. which you might want to talk to him about yeah he's kind I'm of I'm suing him, him. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, but the, the podcast yeah. is bad for business yes uh, Fat Sal's is the restaurant there how many locations now? Uh, we just opened the fourth. I was just in Austin, Texas. Okay. Fourth one just opened up uh, right across the street from all the frats at uh, UT. That's oh, there you go. In that location. If right we screw that one up, we <laughs> yeah. should hang it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fat Sal's. They basically I, asked for it, and we deliver. If we really screw that one up, we're, we're, we should just quit. I can attest. I'm going to take another bite of the sandwich right now yeah. and, t- and tell you guys how fucking delicious this thing is. So, yeah, look at that. Four mm. shows tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, we, yeah, be... We're all in Ontario. Just, you ever been out there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, I used to fly out of that airport when JetBlue only flew out of Ontario nice, dude, yeah. back in the day. So, uh, yes, I've uh, I've been out that way You have way to come uh, see us do shows. Dude, uh, anytime. Please. I, w- I would love to. I'm yeah. a... I'm a 
I marvel at a lot of things I can't do. That's why I love sports so much. Because and and similar also with comedy and with stand up, like that is just something I could never ever ever fathom doing. So I got a great respect for the game. And I just enjoy watching it. Yeah, it's the best. Cool. Right? You see Burr's latest special? I did, I just I just watched it. Oh, and I hit him. I'm like, you're a fucking maniac, bro. That was that was. Dude, hysterical. this shit about adopting the kid is like, and it, talking about his draft picks. I'm gonna get an 07. Fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the best. He uh, really is. The Entourage movie. Uh, June 5th, they moved it up. It was supposed to be the 12th. I think, like, Jurassic oh, Park like, 12 is opening on the 12th. So, uh, <laughs> smart to not be in that fucking weekend. We right? are Kicking June, off the summer with it. June 5th. And right as you call rap on this show, yeah. I'm gonna, hopefully I know how to pull it up on my phone. I'm going to yeah. show you. Well, the, uh, then let's call rap on this show because I definitely want to see this. Uh, uh, Jerry, thank you so much for coming on. Wait, Twitter. Where's, your, where's oh, Twitter yeah. and all that stuff? Oh, right? at Jerry C. Ferrara because someone's squatting on Jerry Ferrara. Um, Idiot. Damn you, Bonaducci. <laughs> at Jerry C. Ferrara on on, on all that stuff, yeah. Awesome. Okay, dude, you crush it. Thanks for coming by. Anytime, man. guys. Seriously. All right. So that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.